Curology is game-changing customer skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. They'll create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne, clogging pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking an online skin quiz and uploading photos. And if it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula right to your door. Even has your name on the bottle. Get started with Curology just like I did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel anytime. Prescription subject to consultation. Sheena and Brock, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Sheena in studio. This is my first, uh, I mean, what do you even call this? In studio out? In, a hybrid. <laughs> a hybrid interview? Yeah. So we have Sheena in studio. We have Brock, who is currently in San Diego, getting ready for- In rugby camp. Rugby, rugby camp. So this is like, tr- this is like yeah, preseason this- training- that's mm-hmm. it. Preseason, two a days. Uh, so we're down here. Obviously, when we're not filming, we have our place in San Diego. Sheena and I met in San Diego. And so this is our home away from home. And it's only two hours drive. Uh, so we're trying to make it work until we come down here for the next couple of months. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess the best way to start <laughs> off is a congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. As I'm realizing that I forgot to put my ring on. Did you? Oh, we have bad. so many questions about the ring. <laughs> I know. I know. I I was um, doing dishes right before wow, I came. Honey. I so I wear this band every day because I feel naked without something. But my ring is so massive. So you have a ring that I just I I can't wear it for everyday wear. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The ring has its own gravitational pull when it's just <laughs> wobbling on your hand. My, my bad. Should we talk about the ring off the bat? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I've been told that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about the ring. They do. And you've been clapping back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, God, I wish I had it and, right now. And, but. And, yeah. So do I. <laughs> if, if I understand the 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 burning questions in the in the topic of conversation around the ring is its size and value. Yes. And then as it relates to the value, whether Brock could or could not afford it, is right. am I am understanding yes. the the chatter in yeah. the in the Vanderpump world? Yeah. So on I don't know if it's all reality shows, but specifically on Bravo shows, they love to hear how much things cost. Yes, I I can confirm. Even if that's not what we pay, they love to hear how much everything costs. You do have to pay something? Yes, we do have to pay something. We just even got, though even though you gave the show because if I this it was on your your big premiere. This is airing on Wednesday. Right, was last night, and you gave them that gift, the show. Your yeah. life, you're exposing your life and you had to pay a little bit. Well, yeah, we got, I mean, we got an insane deal on it because the jeweler is a very good friend of ours, but um, it, it wasn't 25000 But the so. show didn't, didn't. The show, our show doesn't pay for stuff. The fuck? We're not the bachelor. Yeah, like, like, we don't get our weddings yeah. paid for and all of that. We pay for everything. Yeah, we don't have, we don't have like an ad placement from like K Jewelry. Like it's. Yeah, like, no, it's no, it's. Um, <laughs> well, apparently K Jewelry does this Lane. show now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we. So it's pay worth $25,000. No, it's actually worth quite a bit more. We found out when I got it appraised to insure it. Um, I mean, I'd rather not, but. It, it would be a personal I, I favor. It'd on, be, yeah, thank you, Brock. It'd be a personal favor to okay. me. Like, I mean. It's a 30 with a plus. Like, let's be real. And yeah. I'm proud of that. 30 with a plus. Yeah, with the band. 30 plus. It's a little... Well, let's just get specific since we're in 30. So, uh, the ring itself is just over 36. Okay. And then when you add the band with these diamonds, this was another 5,000. Okay. So, so really, it's about 40,000. Okay. Yeah. And you got a great discount. <clears throat> yeah, and we got an insane discount. So, at the time, he thought it was... Worth twenty five thousand. That's not what we paid. And then when I went to get it insured, we're like, "Holy shit! It's actually worth quite a bit more." Great. So it's our surprise. But um, yeah, he did not pay twenty five thousand dollars. And and in either way, Brock, you're quite. Uh, you just said you're quite proud of this, and and good for you for being proud of it. Like, what is your? 
as you know, my we, rebuttal, we, we my have rebuttal. we have the man, we have the woman here. Lots of opinions. You know, I asked for I wanted an eight carat Morganite stone. That was my dream ring. I talked to Kyle Chan about it. He sent me a photo, What's and he's Morganite? like, "It's um, it's just a, a precious stone. It's not it's a, a diamond. Stone. Okay, yeah. So it's a rare light pink Morganite stone. I can show you a picture of it since I don't have it on. And I said I wanted eight carats. And Brock was like, okay, let's go nine or 10. And then Kyle's like, well, I found this one that's 12.74. Carrots. Carrots. Yes, Carrot. it is massive. You got our car as a wedding ring? It's so, that's the thing. That's why I don't have it on at the moment because like when I'm doing dishes, when I give my daughter a bath, like I just, I don't like to wear it every day because also when you do wash your hands often as we're all doing nowadays, it just, it doesn't sparkle as much. And then I have to clean it more. So I just leave it at home where it's safe. And I wear the band all the time because I have to have something to show I'm taken. I think I think I'm gonna jump in and just help out the conversation or the chatter just to clear everyone's opinions about the ring I brought for my fiance. So yeah, she gave me the vision and the vision of the cut of the stone. And I went to Kyle and, and Sheena saw one of his original rings that he had which was a Morganite, which is a fine stone. And I went to him, I said, Look, like let me see what a Morganite is, let me see where we're at. And he's like, oh, Brock, I've got you covered. Like, come see this stone. Now I've actually got a friend that I've got a good friend that's gave me a stone and this is fire. And I looked at this stone and at the beginning, I was like, oh, that is that's pretty big. Like, wasn't she going to wear it around? But then at the same time, I was like, this is, I think like she could wear it wherever she wants. She could wear it to the dog park. It doesn't, this is my commitment to her. And it was something that was beautiful between me and her. And then all of a sudden the talk came in. And I was like, well, how can you afford a $25,000 ring when you've got to go pay your child support, you got to support, pay for a wedding and, and, and piggyback off the coattails of the cast members, which has been the narrative of the season. And my one response to them is, it doesn't fucking matter. If I can financially purchase a ring, pay my bills and go ahead and do the things I want to be doing, that's my prerogative. And people are just either upset that their husband gave them a shitty, 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 <laughs> shitty ring or they're already upset that, you know, let's be real. Lala's rings poo brown. It's not even worth the hundred fifty grand that she told everyone it was worth. So that is yeah. the narrative. You talking shit? Fun. I love it. This is great. <laughs> I'm talking mad oh, shit. He's been on because a you know what? Lately. She deserves. She deserves to be loved like that, and I'm proud of buying her that ring because she deserves something like that. It's beautiful. It's just your fiance deserves massive. to be loved. Not you're not suggesting that Lala deserves to be loved. Everyone in a less deserves love. Okay. I just want to make sure everyone deserves everyone yeah. deserves love. But the, it, Sheena's love language isn't gifts. It isn't that. It's no. it's, it's, uni it's unique things. So everyone's upset that I got her a Morganite because you know I'm a cheap ass. I didn't get a diamond. But but it's what I wanted. She, that's what me and Sheena does. Like we don't we don't not the norm. We don't follow the thing, and it's between us. And if someone which they are, have opinions about it. They can keep having opinions. Just keep watching the show. Thanks for the views, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you mean by love language is unique things? I've never heard of that love language. So like, for example, for my birthday <laughs> this year or last year now, he named a star after me. Okay. And yeah. that was something so unique, something I've always wanted. I'm really big with like the stars and I love like astrology and all of that kind of stuff. So that's something that, I've always wanted and no one's ever given me. And I thought I had mentioned it to him, but he's like, you never even said that that's something you always wanted. I just knew that you would love that. I don't want a necklace. I don't need something like that. I've, I'm more of a gift giver. When it comes to receiving gifts, I feel very awkward about it. I hate opening them. I would like something more meaningful. I would honestly prefer a handwritten card over any present any day because that just means more to me. So you like gifts but you like they need you i like to give them but also it sounds like you also like them she but you want them to be thoughtful thoughtful not yeah. necessarily of but value. i would anyone, rather anyone have a can go ahead anyone can go ahead and buy a birkin bag and be like i'm sorry you know i love you but i think, well, I think not anyone can buy a birkin <laughs> they're kind of expensive well no you're right no one yeah <laughs> and that's and that's one thing for my for my how i how my love language is when i was raised we didn't. We weren't raised with Birkins and Louis and all this stuff. We were literally, you know, it's it's trying to, to take precious moments and turn them into something more. And so that's my version of loving Sheena, like me. And you know, yeah, when the, when the money comes in, sweet. But until then, like this is, I believe this is good enough, and I think it's good. Well, congratulations on the beautiful. Thank you. Ring. <laughs> what is? How do you like to show love, Sheena? 
Um, see, I am a big gift giver, but Brock isn't big on like the receiving gifts either. So yeah, nor am I. How do you like to receive love? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I want I would prefer if it's okay for yeah. Sheena to uh, to how does Brock receive love? So and then I'd love him to confirm or disagree. He I am words of affirmation, but he's also big with like physical touch. So he loves to just like feel me and love me and we love to cuddle. Uh And that's just something that is like on both ends. I was never Uh high on physical touch when I did the love language test, but that's one of his love languages. And I love to give that to him. Oh, I love to cuddle. I'm just more words of affirmation and quality time than physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. But as someone who yeah, doesn't score high on the physical touch, do you ever have like a, I mean, I'll, I'll just say it. I do. Mm-hmm. I think most like, men do. Eventually I'm just like, okay, I need a little claustrophobic. Like, oh, like and, and Natalie's like, I want to be inside your soul, <laughs> you know? And so like, I, it's like, try to balance it out. Yeah. You know? um, not you so much though. Uh, not, I, I don't want to be inside someone's soul. No, but I do want to cuddle on the couch and, you know, yeah. Have a glass of wine. So no, no acts of no acts of service in this room. Acts of service. See, that's one thing. Like I love helping people like as much as I can. I love to see that with someone. It was my lowest on the love languages, but it is something that's obviously like important. It just it depends in what maybe way. Depends. Well, I want to be with someone who does treat others kindly and, yeah. you know, offers help when needed, like those types of acts of service. But it wasn't like the top thing. I need the words of affirmation more yeah. than anything. We, I think we all have our right yeah. to love and be loved and show love the way we, we want. Yeah. yeah it's, it's okay. Definitely. We're all, we're all different. So we got to watch the, the great engagement on the show. Mm-hmm. People love a good behind the scenes. <laughs> the, great, the great engagement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you'd appreciate that, Brock. Uh-huh. It was uh, a production, that one. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes therapy is maybe the only option. And when it is, BetterHelp is there to help you get the professional mental health that you need, that we all need. It's always great to do that routine maintenance on your mental health. And it doesn't matter if you're, whether you have a relationship problems, personal problems, money problems. Maybe you just need a person to talk to and get some unobjective uh, counseling. BetterHelp is there. And the best part about BetterHelp is you can do it anywhere, anytime, on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, at home, in your car, in the park, doesn't matter. Uh, The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log in your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get uh, timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is uh, committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's super easy. You just go to betterhelp.com. You take this quick quiz. Uh, They assess your needs, match you with a therapist. You can start talking to a therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp uh, has been joined by over 2 million people taking charge of their mental health. So visit betterhelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L files, vile files. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join over the 2 million people. That's right. 2 million people taking charge of uh, their mental health. You can be special with because you listen to Vile Files and get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L-F-I-L-E-S. Vile Files. What didn't we get to see? You didn't get to see the whole first half of the engagement. So we come upstairs after... Yeah, real- walk us through the, <laughs> the whole thing. So... We come upstairs after romantically signing our prenup and he tells me to wait outside, grabs a blindfold, and I just assumed something cute was going on with my daughter in the house. So I'm like, okay, you know, like I know filming setting up in there. So I'm like waiting to come in. I did not think by any means that I was about to get engaged. So I come in the house. He has me sit down at like our kitchen island, pulls out a big thing of flowers and has a typed out letter with like the edges burned, like it was like a, a message from a bottle, like something you would get, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so it was absolutely beautiful. Like that's what I want more than anything. And he's learned that is just written or typed out or spoken words of affirmation, love. Like that means more to me than any gift. You're so, like, you want to know he's thinking about Yeah, it. totally. Yeah. So he gives me that. And then 
he goes to get down, I think on one knee. And I was like, oh shit, this is the moment. And he picks up the cat bowl that was on the floor. He's like, sorry, that was bothering me right there. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not getting engaged right now. He was just joking, but this is a sweet moment. And, you know, whenever we get engaged, we get engaged. Then he has me turn around and come outside. And I can tell I'm stepping on flower petals. I open my eyes. There's this huge balloon arch that says, marry me. And honestly, I don't even remember what he said. I had to watch back on the show because just in the moment. I didn't didn't even know if (laughs) the words that came out of my mouth made sense, which is why I wanted to, why I wrote it down first and then kind of tried to speak these words. But like for me, I didn't, I didn't think, I never thought much of like getting down on one knee and, and committing to somebody. And then once I received the ring, even going into it, I'm very kind of happy go lucky. So when, it went to go checking out the ring. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. And when I actually saw it, I kind of got a little emotional about that because I was like, oh, okay, I'm making this decision and it's a decision that I'm super stoked about. So then when it went down to saying, you know, will you marry me? I don't even know what came out of my mouth. It was just, just uh, it was just, I love you. I mean, I, yeah. Yes. And then I no, said, of I'm course, on. and that was intermixed with the beautiful Hollywood traffic as you have right here on Sunset. And um, it was great. Perfect. Yeah. And do you think that all of your castmates are happy for you? No. No. No one's happy. No one. <laughs> not yet. Even Listen, when we tell everyone, which you'll see in the next episode, when we like announce it, it was in the moment I thought everyone was so happy for us. And then I watched it back and it's like crickets and awkward. And I was like, was that what was happening like in that a llama, moment? <laughs> a llama in the background. Yeah. And do you think it's them talking sh- shit or Some... or like judgment of like it's never gonna work? Judgment. Bothered that yeah, or... I think a little bit of both, but yeah, some people because I mean now we have been together a little over two years, but when we got pregnant, I mean we had been together only six months, so I think a lot of people just thought, you know, oh, typical Sheena jumping into something else and it's never going to work. She doesn't even really know this guy. And now it's been a little over two years. We have a baby. I think now people are like, oh, okay, this is the real deal. But even this past summer. Can we not downplay? We we can't downplay the fact that we spent a year in like a lockdown. And like that age of the relationship like that. That that made, that was my decision for us. Like, Mid, mid mid argument of the pandemic it was like we leave or we make this work and we made it thrive so i feel like yeah we've been together for just over two and a half but it's kind of like it feels like three plus yeah know? and so that was easy for me who do you think is jealous of you guys i wouldn't say jealous i just think I would. yeah right who do you think y- is jealous you can of answer you? that question then yeah. honey i i do think that I, they're you're a very generous guest brock <sighs> I feel like I feel like it's not the word jealousy isn't the right words, but like when when hypocrisy comes across when people judge a relationship for what it is and what this relationship is, it's very caring, it's very opinionated at the same time with each other. And from the outside looking in, I feel like a couple of the cast members are like, "Well, fuck, you know what? I may talk shit, but to be honest, I would like to have that support. I would like yeah. to have somebody that's there to pick up when I when I need to be down to help. I love Sheena, and I love." that aspect of kind of adding value and we do that to each other throughout our whole whole relationship. So I think definitely our cast members, if if it wasn't projection, what do you call it? It could be, you know, if it's not jealousy, it's projection. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, it yeah, it's your opinion, and, you know, what yeah, if you think it's Exactly. Just, I'm entitled to it. Exactly. I've, I've, been, yeah. I've made it very so clear. Don't worry about any, that. Any names specifically? I think over the I, summer, Lala <laughs> was projecting deflecting whatever you want to call it because she saw that I have an amazing partner. I have a great man who's loyal, who is a good father, and it's a very 50-50 partnership. And she didn't have that in her relationship. So I think she saw what she wished her partner could be. And now fast forward, so much has happened. But at the time, I felt like Maybe she's acting this way because she just wishes that her man was as awesome as Brock. Yeah. How is she doing? She's good. She's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Good. She is going to be just fine. But I mean, when you find out, you know, that the person you've loved for the last five years just 
is living a double life. I mean, I can't imagine how hard that has been, but she is a very strong woman. She's a great mother and she's going to be just fine. That's good to hear. I think that's where where I I, kind of like hold off on like my judgment. I have an opinion about how I went through this with her and her judgment towards me and my relationship and all that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, once we get through all of this, this hazing and we come out of all of that, how, how, how I can't I can't pick on her too much because she's going for a lot now because she's definitely eating her words and she's definitely having to be in a position where she is now a single mom and she's doing great, but she's got different obstacles to deal with in my opinion, you know? A question for you guys. What's something you have to learn to accept and tolerate about each other? <laughs> that he forgets to flush the well, toilet. Well, between us? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he forgets to flush the toilet all the time. And I'm just like, honey. Oh, that's, oh. that's kind of gross. And half the time, I mean, it's I, not my, half the time, half the time, it's not, it's not me. It's our toilet because one of them is like a bad flush on Okay, like that's flush in it, San Diego. You have to hold it. Uh huh. What's that's your it. excuse in LA? Yellow, so it's sometimes. more like debris, <laughs> like it's shrapnel. It's not necessarily. Yeah. It's, it's not just like a, bo- a grenade there for you. It's no. It's the shrapnel after that gets me in trouble. <laughs> is that it? Um, is that it? I mean, that's that no, that he gets in these like binges where like right now he's obsessed <laughs> with Survivor and like nothing else is happening. It's just like Survivor, Survivor. It's on the TV. It's on his computer. It's on the phone. And I'm just like, oh my God, turn Survivor off. We need to get shit done. So that's like one thing that, but it's like, you know, I would rather him be at home watching Survivor than out doing some of the dumb shit that our friends do. So it's like, it's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. It's right. honestly, it's like, it's like background noise. As long as I'm still, I'm still looking after our kid. I'm still doing my emails. I'm still getting work completed. I like just having it in the background. It's quite fun to watch people go to an island and sabotage each other. It's quite right. Cool you don't have to apologize for having a passion. Yeah. I, 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 mine's, mine's football. But what is something about your loving uh, fiance that you have to learn to tolerate? Except uh, my biggest one, my biggest, my biggest one, and, and I talk to her all about this all the time, is just the fact that she thinks she has a good side and a bad side. I really think I she do, and I'm on my bad side in this sides. podcast. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh wait, you like, like dark side <laughs> of the moon kind of thing? No, just like this side of my face. It does. It just it moves different. Can you turn around? My hairline yeah, like, goes me, further. Let me, let me see. Let me. Well, I have a hat on because I had a feeling I might be on my bad side. So I that's your good on. side or bad? Yes, side? this is my good side. Now, can I see the other side? That is, and that's that's my bad. That's my pet peeve. Can you can mm-hmm. you do the other side again? You can see a difference in photos. My hairline goes back further on this I mean, side. Like, wait, I. So are you going to stand on what's typically the groom's side for your wedding? No, because we'll be filming from oh. my good side. I've already filmed a wedding once, great, so great, I got great, this great, down. Great, great. Brock, Brock, <laughs> Brock, do you have a good... I, I mean, I, I, I can't judge. I, I don't see a difference. Uh, you're very symmetrical. Uh, but Thanks. I, too, feel like I have a, a side. Do you mm-hmm. have a side, Brock? Are you just beautiful? Yeah, yes. I mean, I guess, I, guess I, I guess I do, my right side, but it has nothing... But I'm not going to... Position also, I, I don't fully accept that answer. The, the thing you can't, the, that can't be the thing that you have to accept the most about Sheena. There's got to be something That's else it. that you That's find it. to be I slightly. Think I mean, how much of a people pleaser and how forgiving I can be. But you're not annoys supposed to him. answer for But I know him. that that annoys him because this summer. This is a Sheena thing. No, but does that not annoy you? Like, like hold we, on, I got this. It was one of the only things we fought on this season. You're like, why are you always apologizing? No. That I know that annoys well, you. Yeah, about but that me. doesn't that doesn't get that doesn't annoy me about you. I, that's just like, hey, why are you doing that? Like, you can do better than that. I think that's it. Honestly, there's we have other issues right now, raising a kid together and Sleep trying training. to find out between each other and all that. So, no, that's the only issue is her self confidence in herself. There's a big one for me because. I'm you know, confident. I, I just am more confident on my left side. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Do you guys, I mean, like, I, I, I'm not a parent. And in, my girlfriend now and I will talk about, you know, we both want kids. So that's a thing. And, and, you know, I think lots of times, you know, like you, you, you know, you date someone you love and you think they're a good person. Then you just kind of assume that you guys would parent the same way. No. And, you know, you're from Australia. I don't know if you're from, I'm from here. You're from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, that could be something people take for granted. Even some of the little things of like, you know, are you harder on your kids? Are you, you know, are you, so, you know, like more patient? Like, how do you discipline? Uh, how, how far do you push? Like, 
where are you guys on that? And how do you guys work through those? How, how old is your child? She's Summer Moon? eight months old. Yeah, Summer mm-hmm. Moon. It, At the end of the day, we both want what's best for her. So... Well, sure. I mean, that's... When we're like right now, we're sleep training, for example, and I'm much more passive chill where I'm just like, whatever, she'll sleep when she's tired. And, you know, if we're at a wedding, let her stay up a little later. We're on vacation like she doesn't need a bedtime. And he's like, she needs to be on a strict sleep schedule. And it's like frustrating because when we were on vacation, I just wanted to let her just do whatever. But I know that he wants what's best for her and that is what's best for her. So that's the only place we've kind of clashed so far is when well, he wants to keep her on a strict schedule and I'm like, eh, she's not tired. She's not going to Well, how do you guys work through that? Because I can only imagine these in. topics will 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 continue, right? How old your how old summer? Is Eight it summer moon or can we call her summer? Yeah. Summer moon. It's summer. Honey Davies. Summer. Yeah. And she's so, six months. So she's Eight months. Eight months. All right. Mm-hmm. So she's Eight months. very, like she sleeps. That's, that's big. But as she gets older, He's going to be the strict one. He, he will, you will I'm be... going to say, sure, just ask your dad. Okay. <laughs> I think I think Sheena answered it the thing, though. Like, for me, and this is where we have it up at our heads, I don't I don't want to be right in this situation. I just want to do the right thing. So I'm going to make sure I read up. I want to make sure, because this isn't new. There's, there's raising kids 20 years ago, without, or 30 years ago, when our parents raised us, the raising kids now is completely different, purely based on technology, and, and just education of actually developing young minds. And so for me, I'm fully ex- excited that Summer has the opportunity with all of this knowledge that we know as parents how to be the best for her. You know, if it, if I, if, and if it makes sense. But then then it's trying to execute that. And with Sheena being quite a pushover with it, all I, all I, what I have to do in a relationship, this relationship know, advice is bite the bullet and just lead by example and just say nothing. So I'll just take my child I'll take her to bed at seven o'clock. I'll say, see you later, honey. Have fun watching the football game. I'm going home and just lead by example with, so just to avoid arguments. So scenario for you. Yes. Summer's 16 years old. Okay. Oof. She wants to do. Wow. You went, you went there. Yeah. <laughs> she, she uh, wants to do something. I don't know. Give me, what does she want to do? Ellie she wants to go out with her friends and go out late on like a Friday night. She wants to go out late. And you think it's cool. You think it's totally reasonable. As Bro- long as Brock I know and- where she is, yeah, yeah. I have her location, but, you know, like. But, but Brock <laughs> is against it. Brock's like, fuck this. This is, no, nah, I'm not he comfortable. Know, he doesn't know the parents. Doesn't know the parents. She started to date this guy that he thinks might be a little. Mm. And 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 he's just adamant, but she is like, mom, she knows you're, she knows you're the soft one. She knows you're the pushover. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I would say. I'm okay with it. You know, you need to check in, give me your location, let me know, blah, blah, blah. But you have to ask your dad. What if he's like, no? And if he says no, then you know what? What he says goes. Okay. All right. I was just testing. Because you you gave an answer here. I I asked you guys before the interview, what did you learn from your parents? And I actually have a follow-up question (laughs) from Brock here. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I wonder if you guys gave these at the same time, but you wrote, Parents love and support one another no matter what, which I like. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from my parents was they were a united front. Mm-hmm. So nothing would get us more in trouble as kids as if they found out that we like pit them against each other or if mom said <laughs> yes, but dad said no and, and somehow yeah. try to manipulate them, so right. to speak. So you, you passed the, the test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Brock, you wrote... It's important to be independent. If you can handle yourself, you can handle a family. So what do you mean by that as it relates to parenting? I think she I think she'd be okay if she's 16 and she's making smart choices that, that she believes she's putting herself in a good position. They'll be okay with her going out. Okay. I, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be super strict because I feel like she'll just learn that independence as she grows up. Because that's what I want to teach. Sheena wants to love and cuddle. I'll teach independence and yeah. And I mean, depending on the situation, if it's something where he's being unreasonable by saying no, I will fight for my daughter and take a stand. But if it's something that I'm like, I mean, I'm just saying yes to be the nice parent, but like I agree with him, then what he says goes. Would you do that? But if she wants to get her belly button pierced at 16 and he says no, I'm taking her behind his back. I don't care. (laughs) 
All right. See the see the trouble see the trouble That's what I'm I myself into. You know, I like always, that that is pitting us against each other. You know <laughs> There's something I say often on this podcast for ver, for very diff, various different reasons. Mm-hmm. Shavings make a pile. Okay. Yeah. And you know, for like as a rugby player, you know, like shavings make a pile in the sense like you do a lap, and the next day you mm-hmm. do two laps, and you know whatever, and then you do a little bit more each day, and next thing you know, you're prime for rugby season. Or, yeah. you know, you know, you're trying to get back in shape or, you know, or, or eat right or whatever. But also shavings make a pile when it comes to like going against, you know, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to let her pierce her belly button, whatever. And like those <laughs> things over time add up. I mean, make hopefully there won't be too many They make many a pile, them, you know, and maybe it's a pile of shit, you know, there's different piles. I guess. It, time exactly. Time will tell. <laughs> but here, who I'm I mean, not. I mean, I mean, I'm just you know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, this is just an analogy, but yeah. it's not. It's it's very clear that time will tell that there will become a pile. Yeah, and we need to make sure that's a good pile. Like, but, what do you mean? Yeah, but, yeah. I'm saying time will tell. I uh, agree. Would you guys have this discussion, um, like, in front of summer or behind closed doors with like a final determination? I think it depends what it's about. Okay. Yeah. I, because I, I like, I mean, my, my, I feel like we have that. We've never actually had this breaking down conversation how we'll handle that when it comes to it. But I think having them involved and keeping them inclusive is, is good to know as long as we have like our values at the beginning. But I mean, I don't know about you, honey. We've never had that conversation, but I'm fine. I think it's good for kids to grow up with that and see that, you know, because yeah. sometimes when they see struggle, when they see, when they see love and they, they and they can look at that and they can use that as an example then like stuff behind closed doors and all that. I think that's great. Well, also, see. Honey, always, you know. we're very, we're both very loud type A outspoken people. I don't think it will be possible for us to just have a quiet discussion in our room that she's not going to hear. Like, I definitely <laughs> think it'll be in front of her. <laughs> Is it too early to tell who you think she takes after more personality wise? Probably eight months. I don't know what Brock was like as a kid, but I mean, my mom obviously raised me as a baby and she says she's just a spitting image of me. I mean, she looks so much like me and I know she reminds a lot of my family of me, but I don't know what Brock was yeah. like as a kid. And unfortunately, his family, I don't, I don't even, yeah. they haven't been my able to meet her more than like. on FaceTime. What's a, as a, as a girl dad now, Brock, and, uh, as a guy, uh, and I don't really know anything about you all that much. I'm learning as I go and you seem delightful but what's something you want to and what I what I mean by that is I don't know about your past or how you were in your dating life before and things like that but what's something now that you have a daughter you find yourself potentially being extra guarded or protectful something you want to make sure you teach your daughter as she becomes a woman a young woman and gets out there in the dating world um and and starts meeting men i i i generally just say more women confidence you know i just want her to have beliefs in herself that she is enough and 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 i i look forward to teaching her those lessons as we go through yeah. well you yeah i love that i mean <laughs> what, yeah i what? always want her to feel confident in her decisions and i always want her to feel comfortable to come to us with any issue she has i was raised with two parents i could go to with literally anything we had very open communication and i always want to provide that same atmosphere at home for her so if i understand correctly you you are an og you've been on have you been on since first the beginning scene i was first on the show scene. before lisa vanderpump was on the show okay flex okay. <laughs> so you were an og yeah um and brock is now a cast member as a result of this relationship am i understanding that correctly yes you also signed a prenup. Yes. And I'm only basing off the context that has been provided me by this conversation. Uh-huh. Was that prenup signed because of your financial situation in terms of you are worth more than Brock? I mean, yes. I own like, a what property was the as well. Um, okay. I'm divorced. We're mm-hmm. both divorced. And my first divorce took me for half of my bank account because we did not have a prenup. And sure. yeah. although you never get married thinking that it's going to end. I think but that, yeah. you also don't go swimming thinking you're going to drown. Yeah. You know, there's still a lifeguard there. So. You don't need to convince me. I, yeah. I, I, I think prenups are 
I was totally reasonable requests until I got married and then divorced and then realized, oh, this is why people do it. And now I own a property and I have a lot more this time around than I did previously. So it's just a protection, you know? Yeah. I think I was super, I was willing, I was definitely okay with it purely because of I respect what Sheena has built and I respect her property. And it's like, I don't, and then, it also takes out the question from everyone like, oh, Brock's using Sheena as a stepping stone to get on a show sure. and like using her because it's that when we met, I, I didn't know about the show. And then as the show was, was, as I found out about the show, we we're in a pandemic. So there was no show. And so I think that was a saving grace for us because we got to have our relationship off cameras for a year and a half when Sheena would normally take a relationship eight months later, put it on a camera. And if I had that grilling or I had to take oh, that yeah. shredded, and w- when I just met her, I would just be like, like there would probably be a different conversation we'll be having, you know? So I think with the prenup, I respect what she's earned and she deserves all of that. And at the same time, I'm working on my things too. So it's, we, it's, it's separate. We have a joint account where we put YouTube and that together in there. But what hers is, is deservingly hers and what's deservingly mine is deservingly mine. And then we can go ahead and take care of each other. Yeah, and that, that makes sense. I mean, you know, it's just like obviously... <clears throat> relationships, dating, marriages have evolved drastically over the past 20, 30 years and what it means to be married. And yeah, yeah. I mean, we have vows and, and it all sounds good to say to Dusty, you part, but realistically, our society doesn't operate that way. Mm-hmm. Coming from you, you know, someone like, and like, traditionally the stereotype is, you know, prenups are usually requested by the man in the relationship mm-hmm. with the presumption that he might have the wealth. And you've, as someone who's already been married, you are operating under like this lesson you've learned yeah. uh, before. And the reason I actually, why I brought this up wasn't just, just to discuss prenubs, but thank you for sharing. But we talk a lot about relationships on this podcast. We even have the questions, Nick, and then, and just with our guests, we talk a lot about power dynamics mm-hmm. and you're the OG, you know, and you've even mentioned it, Brock, you know, accusations of, oh, you're using Sheena for the show, the prenub, and every relationship has power dynamics. You know, there's an overall power dynamic. Ideally, every relationship you want to be 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. But depend, it, it always changes, you know? It could change just how you feel about yourself. You know, you've talked about postpartum, you know, insecurities. And so, like, that insecurity could turn into an unequal power dynamic in the relationship. And let's mm-hmm. say, like, Brock's coming off, you know, rugby training. He's like, babe, I'm in the best shape of my life. I don't know. I did an Australian <laughs> accent or whatever. And so he's feeling good. You're feeling insecure. There's a power dynamic there. And so my question to you is being someone who's like the OG and has the power, presumption of power on the show, uh, presumption of power when it comes to the prenup, how do you guys handle stuff like that? Because like, I think, I think, I think every relationship needs to go in with not, like it's, oh, that doesn't exist in our relationship. Like these all things exist. The healthiest way is to address it and acknowledge it. And then how do you make sure it doesn't become a thing where it affects the relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so do you guys have these conversations? How do you deal with some of the perceived hurdles or potential hurdles that could, could that could like fester and maybe even like underneath kind of things that could pop up down the road? We do have a lot of conversations and we've had open communication with each other from day one. He told me about everything in his past, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. So I think just knowing exactly who we are from day one and then, you know, put a pandemic, a baby, a show, all of that. We've still always kept very open communication with each other. If something's bothering me, if something's bothering him, we talk it out. We figure out how to work it out together. Not sure. Yeah, so. it's, def- it's definitely, it, especially coming from a man perspective of coming into a dominant relationship with Sheena being a, a, a big part of the breadwinner, you know? And I think for us, I just always wanted to make it very clear to her, like, okay, split bills, we make sure we keep it 50-50 and, and we just transparently keep the conversation. And sometimes for me, it was really hard because I owned uh, fitness studios and um, during the pandemic, we shut down during the pandemic and then we were moved up to LA. So yeah, there was a period of time where where Sheena was the main breadwinner for the family. So it kind of, it's a dynamic, but it's kind of our dynamic. And respectfully, she respects me as much sometimes. And sometimes I talk to her, I'm like, look, I feel real bad when this was said by, you know, your mother or, or a friend. And, and this is how it made me feel. And 
you know, it's 2021, 2022 now. So I get to kind of talk about my feelings a bit more. And I'm just very lucky that Sheena kind of, you know, she understands a little bit. And she also respects me sometimes too. And I say, no, I'm going to handle this. And that she lets me do that too. So have you always felt that way? I mean, because to your point, like Brock in 2021, 2022, like, I think the idea is like men can talk about their feelings more. Um, yeah. But, you know, we still like, I mean, progress is always something that needs to evolve and things like that. But, you know, men f- potentially feeling emasculated about talking about their feelings, whether that's in their own head or uh, the their partner making them feel that way. And do you feel like, you know, that's something, you know, that you've always had in your relationship, Rock, or something you're newly never, ex- yeah. experiencing no, with Sheena? Newly, this is, yeah, this is such a good experience because I've never had that in past relationships because I've always maybe I, myself would put that pressure on me to be the man to do this and do that. Um, and it was, a, and this relationship I had with Sheena was really amplified with the pandemic, with situ, with financial situations changing rapidly and in kind of like talking about how am I going to handle that openly with Sheena and Sheena fully supporting it. So yeah, there's sometimes where I'm snappy with her and then she'll, she'll, she'll rip, she'll, I'll be like, look, I'm sorry. It's because of this. She's like, yeah, I know. Um, but I've never had this relationship with somebody else. So I think Sheena doesn't help make me feel comfortable and talking to her about it, you know, and she's never really used it against me generally. Sometimes it might be a little argument where she'll say something and it will just, it will, it will just, I'll be like, Oh, here we go. You know, <laughs> but, um, no, she makes it a lot easier than any relationship I've been in. That's, that's why I asked her to be my wife. Uh, that's great. Well, because I asked both of you a question. Look, what are what's one area men could be more empathetic towards women, and vice versa? And what's an area women could be more empathetic towards men? And both of you kind of touched on in terms of being more empathetic towards men with feelings. With feelings, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, Sheena, you said they aren't as they aren't always as confident as they want to come off. Which I was like, there's a more empathetic way. Of- <laughs> like I just mean. <laughs> You know, like how the man feels like he always has to be the man. And that goes with feelings. If he's not feeling that confident, like he's trying to put off, that it's okay to express that is how I meant that. Yeah. Yeah, And how do you, and have, do you think that's something you've learned to do um, to uh, recognize or, or acknowledge or even maybe compliment or reward your, your partner, your male partner? Um, of his willingness to be vulnerable because I, I mean I've, I've been in relationships where uh, I, I've felt like me expressing feelings have been weaponized against me. Mm. I think you know what I'm saying. Brock knows what I'm saying. Last relationship yeah. was so opposite in that he never expressed feelings, like literally never even said I love you until after we broke up. It was such a mind fuck, and so I move. knew, yeah. yeah. Very, very much so. I never wanted to be in another relationship like that where I'm with someone who maybe I feel love, but I never hear it because I am, like I said, words of affirmation. So with Brock, it's just, it's so different. And I appreciate his feelings and his vulnerability so much because I've never had that in a relationship before. So I would never make him feel bad for that or anything. I embrace that can you concur Does, is she standing by or is she, is she she's telling the truth yeah we, when we, we obviously we, yeah when, <laughs> when when the rivers flow in the right direction yeah when we have arguments sometimes we, we take cheap shots at each other and then after it we go that was pretty shitty that you said that mm-hmm. and I, I think i think we acknowledge that after the fact and then we can do better <laughs> not to do it which yeah. is great well, do you, do awesome you do communication you, yeah because i've also been in those relationships too it's like for me i got like for me apologies e- you get one. Mm-hmm. Not one. I mean, if you yeah. keep apologizing for the same shit over and over, like, you know, every time we fight and you call me a piece of shit or whatever, and I'm like, I really appreciate you not talking to me that yeah. way. Like, well, I'm mad. It's like, well, okay, be mad, you know? Yeah. Like, how do, yeah. And how do you guys hold each other accountable in fights? Like, how do you guys hold, like, to, to fight fair? I mean, Ooh. we always talk it out after. Like, in the moment, it can get really heated but then we have a conversation of what led us to the point of it getting so heated and how can we make it better because like me i'm sensitive in the sense of like i like if if like if you're fighting and we're fighting and you call me names Mm -hmm. apologies don't like make that 
I don't like it doesn't erase my memory. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm glad you're sorry, but like that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. And do you think that? You I know, because it's I've like, ever no, called you a name. You know how people like will ask like, <clears throat> do drunk words like mean real words? Yes. Kind of thing? Same thing can be applied with like anger. Oh, totally. You know, or is your when you're the most mad, are you the most honest? Or are I you mean, just I saying it? I mean, I tell him he's an asshole you know, when I'm angry or when I'm not angry because sometimes you do he's call an, an asshole. asshole. Because sometimes he can be an asshole. But because sometimes I, I just I get I get I get to the point. <laughs> and sometimes it's not fun to get to that point. Does that point bother you? Because I, being called an asshole? No, because I know that some how I how I approach an argument is I take feelings out of it and I just go, okay, so this is the problem. This is what my version of a solution is. Explain to me we, why you don't see this. I bet you found and that I get annoying. very like, <laughs> yeah, she get, be, it's annoying because yeah. it's, I just, I just yeah. don't argue with emotion. Yeah. I'm like, under, let me understand where you're coming from then, because this is where I'm coming from. Do, do you, you understand? And this is like, piss off. Do you call her any names in a fight? Oh, I think I've, I think I've said one. I think I, I do, I do sometimes like. I get frustrated why she doesn't understand it. I'm like, you stupid, which is very bad. But it's, yeah, it's uh, not good. But so, so, in fairness, and I'm not coming down on your sheet up. So is asshole. You know, like, I mean, yeah, it's but, never but we, been anything not, that, like, don't you think it's interesting? And, in, like, it seems to be socially acceptable for a lot of relationships I've known for women to call their male partners assholes in relationships. And it's just like something women say in relationships and I mean, it seems I, to be like kind of accepted i wouldn't call him that if he didn't act that way I, yeah look i'm not i'm not a nice guy <laughs> half the time because, so is it okay I, for it to be like i won't say why you're being stupid if you're hey, not if i'm acting if, stupid then okay. i'm acting stupid but if he's acting like I an asshole crazy. i'm gonna call him an asshole okay call yeah you, you crazy. called me crazy I call you crazy. That not stupid sounded weird. Like, i call you crazy i don't even really yeah i don't even think you've ever called me stupid honestly no, I you think it's crazy. crazy. I'm like, are you crazy? Okay, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get mad? I'm like, you want to see crazy? Oh, um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and I say it because I know, I, and because it's a trigger for it. But you know what? Have, have you here, ever, I have you ever been so mad that you've been like, you've been like, I'm gonna say this, and I know as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm gonna regret it. But like, fuck it. I did once. I said it once, and. Uh, it, I think, was a big turning point in our relationship. We It was our first fight. We're at the beginning of the pandemic. And he was pissed off. And he starts packing his bags to leave. And I was What'd like, oh, don't say it, Sheena. Don't say it. And I was just like, and I was like, you literally, like, you need to stop packing your bag. Or I'm going to say something I don't want to say. And he's just like, say it, say it. And I was oh, like, oh, you said it. You oh, said I said it. it. And I was like, oh, you're going to leave me like you left your last wife. And okay. uh, you went there. Yeah, and he unpacked his bag, and he's never left again. Oh, so but it worked. So, <laughs> okay, well, then, okay. Yeah, mm. but I didn't want to say it, but I, I was like, I, "You're I, gonna I, make me go there," because I was like, mm, mm. "So that was like she checked you, though." It sounds like if, mm -hmm. if I'm was, understanding. It was, a, it, was it was it was relevant in that in that situation, and I and it was kind of for me that was a turning point in all of my relationships. Because before, I 100 used to be like, "All right, you what? You know what? Like, I'm just gonna fuck this up, or I'm gonna do something bad, and move it on." And that that was a turning point where I was like, I don't want to keep doing that. I really want this to work out. And maybe it's not you. You're, she's not the problem. I am the problem. So maybe I just stay here and figure it out. And I think that was for me and her. That was that was what switched it up. I think. Yeah, it was like if you walk out that door, don't come back. And I I meant it. And yeah, he, he and stayed. I and I heard it, and I said, okay, okay. I'm just. Do you guys I'm too leaving old. Can I, can I have a draw, please? Yeah. We, uh, I actually, that's another thing you didn't see this season. We did a, a therapy session. Just one? But, um, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying you need it. I, we, we're advocates. Just no, we've actually, we've talked so I'm just about like, it. Just one? Look at that. <laughs> so <laughs> judgmental. Yeah, well, because it was one no. on camera. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Uh, and, um, no, we've, we've talked about it. We just haven't made the effort to yeah. like find someone or do it. Well, I mean, it, but you know, I, I, Natalie and I don't do it, but I believe yeah. it's a helpful thing. If, yeah. You know, um, no, there um, are times yeah, we'll where we'll I feel like, yeah, maybe we should go and talk to someone because we're like not seeing eye to eye with certain things when it comes to like parenting or him and my mom butt heads a lot that we're like, you know, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. How do that's, you guys deal with that? It's that's probably the hardest part in our relationship is dealing that, with that. 100%. And that is something who, that I would who like to do you agree with more. Um, uh, 
usually Brock. Because, is she just being a little? But but I get like sort of my mom is more oversteps her boundaries kind of thing. Yeah, there, there is and, no boundaries set. There is there is no boundaries that have ever been set, and it's not and it's no disrespect to you, honey, or your mom, and that's and that's where hey, we're boundaries at. are important, especially when it comes to 100%. family and relatives. I mean, my mom has. We're very close. We've been very close my whole life, and she is Summer's full-time caregiver when we're working. So it got worse with when Summer showed up. She just was around a lot mm. more. So then they started butting heads more. And my mom's very opinionated and she'll give mm. her opinion on how something should be. And I That's appreciate tough. that That's because so I've never had a baby. I've never raised a baby. And I think my mom did a damn good job with my sister and I. So I appreciate and mm -hmm. welcome all of her opinions and advice, whereas Brock, not so much. It's tough. Challenge I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's a really tough thing. You but know? that is something that I would like to talk to someone about to see how we can get a better line of communication between the two of them. I think Brock and my mom should also go to a session of therapy together. I think that could be very beneficial for them. And, and, but it, I, I, it, and I, I'm not, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I could easily be wrong. That also could be helpful. But at the end of the day, I, it, it's tough because right or wrong, like even if you're, like even if your mom's right, mm -hmm. she, she's there's boundaries always need to be respected, mm -hmm. right? But it is tough because your mom does have the experience. So yeah. like, it's just like the like I feel like parents have to be you know as we get older. I don't know how you guys like my parents were and have always been my heroes. But as you get to become adults, you realize oh they're people and they make mistakes and they're not the infallible things that I thought they were as a kid. And then mm -hmm. as you get older, you have to be like, no, mom and dad, like I think and feel differently than you. And if you want a relationship with me, there has to be some level of respect and boundaries. And sometimes it's really hard to do with parents. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but therapy might help. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. But, so uh, yeah, we've talked about it. We just haven't making the effort. Before we do our little do you know me, Gabe, uh, as you wrap up, you are a big Bachelor fan. I am. Uh, so why don't we get your thoughts on on Clayton and this season? I love Clayton. You love? Yeah, Clayton. he was one of my favorites on Michelle's so, season. So well, Clayton needs his stands. Like, yeah. let's let's hear it. I was it. very excited when they announced him as the next Bachelor. Why? I just think he seems to be a very genuine guy who is in it for the right reasons. I think he, yeah, he just has a lot going for him and. I'm really excited to see where the season goes. So I like to get the spoilers every season. No, we're and then spoiler free here, it, so don't, 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 don't no, spoil. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I like to then see a, how it plays out. I was out. just about to ask you to, to do, maybe do a recap. But if you if you know the ends, then… I, I love knowing how it ends. <laughs> but also, I mean, I, I do know too that one of my favorites makes it to the end. I'm usually pretty good at picking them. That's why I always like to see because I'm like… Is it the one who got the first impression rose? Is it the one who I think stands out? And usually, like, I'm pretty good with, like, the top five. Well, I can't ask you who your favorites are now. You ruined that. <laughs> Sorry. I, are you really trying to be spoiler-free spoil, spoiler here? Yeah. But you like the drama so far? Yeah. Do I'm you like prefer… Because we've, we've had this discussion yesterday mm -hmm. on a recap episode… We had Michelle's season very mature. It was like a master class in dating, thoughtful, really right. handed her conversations brilliantly. You know, you know, drama. It's like, you know, it's minimal. There. Mm -hmm. And then there was the hot mess that is Katie's season and seems to be Clayton's season. What do you prefer? I mean, the hot mess. You know, I really, I liked Michelle a lot though, because she was another one I felt was there, you know, for the right reasons. And I feel so like the right that's how the show started out. Yeah. Because that's how the show started. And now it's just become who can be the next social media influencer and who can get the most followers. And no offense, but like who can have a new podcast? And it's just become that. <coughs> no offense. But to also, I oh, think man. that you were there for the right reasons because you kept coming back. You tried so many times, you know? Yeah. And I will say, like the first season, I didn't know how I felt about you. And then I saw you on Bachelor in Paradise. I was like, oh my God, I love him. So then when they said you were the bachelor, I was like, this is awesome. This guy deserves love. So I like to see people who are in it for the right reasons because that is what the show is supposed to be about. But you also need the hot mess for entertainment. So I think a mix 
of both is good. I, and do you think there's still people there for the right reasons? And the yeah, for the, oh, absolutely. I thought Clayton was definitely one of them. Like Brandon, for sure. I mean, hopefully Nate, but like Brandon. Like, you have your doubts about Nate. For sure. Um, I, I liked him from the beginning. He was one of like my favorites. I just didn't know if long term, if you know, he's going to pack up from Austin, Texas is awesome. You know, you're just going to leave Austin, <laughs> move to Minnesota. Like, I just I, I hope for her it works out because I see how much like she loves him. Like you can feel it from the show. So I really hope for her it works out because she deserves it. But, I feel like, like he's really into her too. Like the Instagrams yeah. he's it's made hard of to her. Say, I don't follow him, but it's hard. See, to I haven't Ronda, followed anything past Ronda. the show. His bio on his Instagram is the Michelle Young fan page. And like his last post was Michelle's very not used smooth. to like very her smooth. new paparazzi and he's just taking photos <laughs> for all the that. time. Like they seem very happy. Yeah, it was just, it was like heartbreaking with Brandon because it was just like, oh. We know, he yeah. He was so there. And then it just. He was. He'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. but. um, He yeah. was one of the. A few people, I really believe the heartbreak. Mm -hmm. You don't see that very often with the runner -ups. No, like I thought she was going to then like go after him. I was like, wait, how is this? Because I actually didn't know how last season ended. I knew who made the top, but I don't think I knew who won until like the end. So then I was like, is she going to like go and chase after him? Like I, I didn't know. But I'm very excited for Clayton's season. And Okay, well, Clayton, you have a fan. Yes. Sheena. We're coming around on Clayton. We, we were we were harder on the casting man. The guy, the guy, he's nice. He just, I think he will be a great bachelor in the fact that he will allow the drama, yeah, to unfold. Yeah, and he won't be there to putting out any fires. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So we will be entertained. Mm -hmm. I think for sure. Uh, well, you guys have been such generous guests. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Before thank I let you, you go, we're going to play a game, if that's okay, okay with you. It's real simple. It's really easy. It's called Do You Know Me? Self-explanatory. Has right. Sheena, has Brock ever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then you guys answer. And then feel free to include anecdotal stories if you want. Okay. Or not. It's really up Perfect. to you. Sounds good. All right, ready? Do You Know Me? With newly engaged. When did you actually get engaged? July. New, okay. Newly engaged. Yeah. Brock and Sheena. Has Brock and or Sheena ever been in a long distance relationship? Brock definitely has. He's from Australia. Yeah. He and his ex, like he was playing rugby in France. She was still in Australia and they were trying to make it work. So I know he's been in that situation before. I Long distance Sheena has from LA to Vegas, but if you can call it a relationship, I wouldn't, but she did. I didn't. I wasn't in a relationship. You know what? I now. like this idea that you guys answer for each other and then confirm. <laughs> thank you. This is a good idea. No, thank you. You guys, this is great. Um, I thought that was the I game. I thought that was the point. Like, do we know each other so well that we know these it answers? It was really just for the audience, but oh, I love this. Okay. This is even better. So much better. This is so much better. You guys are great. Is uh, Brock or Sheena, is Brock and Sheena is it for? I don't know. You guys get the point. Smiling in their ID, their driver's license, or passport. She, Sheena 100% is. <laughs> He's not. Like, I like honestly would have, I would have guessed the opposite. <laughs> I would have guessed you would have like uh, given off some like kind of resting, you know. Oh no, mine like kind of like badass. And I can picture Brock being like, hey guys, you know. No, mine is a full <laughs> commercial headshot. <laughs> yeah, mine looks, mine looks like I just did like 30 days and this is my this is my pinup photo 30 days in prison. Yeah. Um, has Brock and Sheena ever paid for a premium version of a dating app? Ooh. Never been on a dating app. Ever? Nope. You were never, never on Raya? Never did it. Nope. I was so against dating apps. I said, I want to meet someone I've seen you the old-fashioned way. Then someone's using my photo because I have never been on a dating app. I, I don't either. know that for sure. I don't. You were never on a dating app yeah, either, right? No. It was, it was called TV. That's my dating app. It was the bar downtown. That yeah. was it. Okay. Right, so no, I, was, I never, I never did it. I was single for a couple years, and I lived in Sheena's Vegas for the first six months. I didn't need it. I was fortunate. I didn't need a dating oh, app. Do Brock and Sheena ever buy Bitcoin? Well, I think you guys would. Yeah, you guys know. Um, I haven't. He has. 
in the Bitcoin game, huh? Yeah. What do you recommend? Brock? I mean, I, I mean, I just like the like the, the, the opportunities that could come up in the future. You know, like it's definitely a space when you look at our younger generation and where what they're doing. It's like we are we're on the pinnacle of that transition, and so might as well be involved in it. What's the worst case that could happen? Oh, we lose it all. But that. I mean, don't invest your life savings. No, I know. I, not, I do the same not, thing. Not, I, not, I've invested the, enough I'm to the, be involved, exactly. Yeah. Know, but I'm prepared to lose it all. Uh, although I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Can Brock and Orshina name two houses in the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? Like uh, Gryffindor Hufflepuff? Yeah, there you go. Slytherin? Slytherin. Oh, and Are you guys Harry Potter fans? I've uh, watched am, the I first watch. four. I haven't watched the last four or now five, I guess. Yeah, by the time once you went for like three to five, I kind of I kind of lost it. We were talking like, okay, about this. You're you're a wizard, Harry. We get it. Wait, what's the fourth one? Because we were is there a fourth one or is there three? Ravenclaw. Uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah, because we were talking about this at the bar last night. And I have never taken the test or anything. I haven't seen the movies in so many years. I don't remember. But I was like, oh, I'm a Gryffindor. And they're like, no, you're a Hufflepuff. And I was like, honestly, I don't know the difference. But I just liked that I was able to rattle a couple of them off. <laughs> have either of you day have either of you not dated someone because of their zodiac sign? Um, yeah, no, exactly. I've dated the wrong zodiac sign, but I've done that multiple times. I think I've just dated the date, mate. When it comes to talking to signs and following that, it's, it's not my, it's not my, it's not my flow. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, you're an Aries rising. We're not gonna match. How many like, signs are there? I don't even know. I can't possibly name all the signs. Twelve? Isn't there twelve? Are there? there be, I don't know. Isn't it just with the? Calendar? If I had to yeah. guess, I would have guessed twelve. But would you know what you are? I'm, I know I'm a Libra. Oh. How does that match with Natalie? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what Should she is. She's probably a Leo. Guy I know Libra her birthday. Well, you look. Amanda looked at me in disgust that I don't no, know her not, sign. Okay, not disgust, because just a little it's, bit surprised. Living I, in Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I have no idea what the what is the one. I think it's the same as in my dad. Los Angeles. People live their life from the start. Yeah. It's literally, it's literally what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay. Good, good story. I dated a couple Taurus men, and um, I, as much as I wouldn't want to do that again, I, if Brock was a Taurus, I wouldn't be like, I'm not dating you because you're a Taurus. I was like, I've had a couple bad experiences with Taurus men. I'm a Taurus as well. So I, I think mean, you've just, just had bad experiences with men, period. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter what star sign they were at. Judgy McJudger. I'm not judging. Uh, Thank you. For, they, they set the bar very low for me to come That, in that is true. Thing, so I was happy. Do you think you're better at setting boundaries for yourself and enforcing those as a result of your past relationships? I don't know. I think I'm still struggling with the boundaries, honestly. I'm Why? trying to get better yeah. at we'll, it. We'll work on it. We'll no, I just it. don't completely understand them. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a very passive, giving, people-pleasing type of person. And so mm -hmm. the boundaries, if I have to say no, or I, it just, it makes me uncomfortable. First, the boundaries, like the boundaries are coming up with what the boundaries are, and then there's enforcing the boundaries, which is the no part. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad with all of it. Have either of you ever gotten or received a hickey? Of course, right? Like Junior yeah. high, yeah. You haven't had a hickey yeah. since junior high? I don't. How about an adult hickey? I don't know that An I adult hickey. Have you guys? No. I don't you guys think have never so. given each other a hickey? No. No. Not like intentionally, but every once in a while, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, no. Mm. No. No. Okay. Uh, no. It's not. Yeah. Not a point. <laughs> is that is that nuts? Is that nuts? I bruise very wait, wait. easily, so I'm just screwed. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I, I think, get them I, very I, frequently. Like there was like in I high school, you like, like you literally tried to because you're like, oh, hickey, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you're like marking your territory. But like in adulthood, you're like, oh my God, you gave me a hickey. And I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry. One of you my know? girlfriends, she's 39. She had hickeys a few months ago. And I was like, are you kidding me? You like, are we judging? Just, are we judging? Sometimes I mean, it's not intentional. <laughs> this was intentional, though. Oh. I feel like this room is kind of like <laughs> to give in the judgment vibe on adult hickeys. Uh, I mean, assuming, assuming they're not like intentional. If it's not intentional, no. then it's not intentional. But if you're like, it doesn't take all that much. Yeah. I, like I don't know. I haven't tried to give someone a hickey. Well, if it's not visible, then it's like a fun little slutty right. secret. But if it's like on your neck and right. it's like intent, it just, uh, I like, then it looks performative. Totally. 
I come away with but, like mouth bruises. I'm just screwed. <laughs> I think there's a com- I think there's a community out there of people who bruise easily, who've gotten adult hickeys the on the neck, who I didn't got, intend to, and well. embarrassedly covered it up, and and it wasn't performative at and all. If you are a member of that community, we see you. We hear yeah, you. we see you. We hear you. There is no judgment. Not for me, at least. I don't can't. Feel free to DM me. Um, we'll start a club. <laughs> I'll go. Without you don't it? want to get judged on a hickey, right? Yeah. But yet you're going to judge someone on their star sign? Yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you, <Rob>. uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> ew. Uh, have either of you ever been suspended from school? Yes, and it wasn't yeah. my fault. Gina got into a fight. It well, No, the <laughs> fight happened after. It was the start of the fight and uh, this girl was coming for me. It was in eighth grade and I was a straight A student. I never got in trouble. I didn't get detention, nothing. And because she was trying to start a fight with me, we both got suspended. And I was like, this is not fair. I didn't even do anything. She wanted to fight me. So then on the last day of eighth grade, after we graduated, then I kicked her ass and gave her a fat lip and a black eye. I won. She got grounded that whole summer. Mm-hmm. I love how you tell that story with a sense of pride. Yeah, so, because you shouldn't yeah. have fucked with me all season or yeah. all summer. All season. All season. All season. <laughs> all season. <laughs> trauma fucking reality. She's in show mode. All She's season, ready to go. All summer. All school year. Uh, uh, honey, I, where's that? Where's that? Like, I like that from you, huh? Get, get more. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Yeah. That's a enforcing boundaries. I told you when it came to the reunion, <laughs> maybe like I a was, little toxic. I was so like, fired up, but then it was just people were on Zoom and it wasn't the same. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> final question. Have either of you ever played strip poker? Strip poker. Um, Not strip poker. I've played strip other games. It's called a pizza box. Uh, huh? <laughs> you said what? what? There's been like other games I've played that so, like, like you strip- like remove one piece. But like. Like what? But, so there's like, this. Wait, wait. We've told, remember last season, we talked about the pizza box game. With quarters? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, she knows about pizza box. So yeah, okay. some of the things that were written in the pizza box were like, remove one piece. And okay. if you landed on it, then you had to do that. Gotcha. But I've never played any yeah. strip game. game. Any strip game. Yeah. I mean, I just strip for fun. It was like, okay. He hardly ever. I think there was like an attempt at it. There was like an attempt at it, and then I was like, "Should we just take off our clothes?" Like, (laughs) (laughs) just skip the game. You know, like I don't know. Like I feel like, uh, uh, Brock, Gina. Yes, it's been a pleasure. It's been so fun. Thanks so much for coming. It was great. Of course. Uh, Please let my audience know where they can follow you find out what you're doing, promote whatever the fuck you want to promote. Yeah. So everything is just at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. I currently have a capsule clothing collection with Bella Boss that is still available. Where can people find that? That is BellaBossLA.com. They have a sale going on right now. And also I have new YouTube videos every Wednesday and new podcasts out every Friday. All right. Brock? Yeah, you guys can follow me through Sheena's profile. I'm on there. You'll tag me sometimes. But, he doesn't uh, like I'll to say the double underscore in his username. Oh, yeah, right. I'm Brock <laughs> underscore underscore David. He's ashamed of his... <laughs> 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 but, There's going to be a time where we're no longer allowed to shame people for their... Uh, <laughs> Right for their yeah. handles, for their <laughs> handles, star signs or double underscores. Yeah. No, I've been uh, I've been very passionate about working on uh, my live stream platform, which is called Homebody, um, and we're in beta right now. We'll be rolling out in January, February, and what it is, it's a, a creator platform where uh, we look forward to working with other creators. And if they want to host any fitness classes, any Q and As, any kind of cooking classes, and they can go ahead and set a payment scheme up there. Pretty much the only fans for the health and fitness space. Um, we want to offer creators a place to monetize from that. So I've been working on that and I look forward to working with a lot of uh, bachelor talent, having a bachelor week where you can work out with a lot of uh, past members that have been on the show that want to work out with their bachelor following. So I'm stoked and excited about right. that. So that's Homebody. You can go check that out at the website and uh, on our app, Homebody app. You have to have an underscore for that one. We'll be sure to check <laughs> all that out. Uh, thanks again, guys, for coming. You're very generous guest. Thank I appreciate you so much. it. Uh, good luck on the rest of the season. Congrats on the engagement Thank and you. parenthood and all that. Yes. Fun stuff. Thanks, thanks for listening, so guys. Don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com. Cast with a K. We're back on Monday with a new Ask Nick episode. And you know the rest. Crazy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>